This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and president of Wall Private Wealth. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Welcome in, everyone, to The Michael Wall Show. It's a brand new week. Randy, I'll tell you, here we are. As always, you're cooking it up in the studio. I love it. Randy Cook, he's rocking it, baby. What I do, I'm the man with the papers and the pens and the prep. I got it all for you. Listen, I love the number two pencils, nice and sharp, okay? (laughs) So that's how we want to have them. Because, listen, I'm not a big fan of making notes with dull pencils. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you, You do not know what you've just said, because I literally, at my desk, have an old crank pencil sharpener. Oh, I love the crank pencil sharpener. Not only do you get the sharp pencil, but you get to work out at the same time. I mean, well, listen, that's why your forearms are so big. You know why I actually have that? Is because I found out that if you wear a Fitbit and you crank a pencil, you ah, get steps. You get... <laughs> So, so FYI out there, as you're listening via radio, podcast, all over the world, listen, if you got a Fitbit, you're part of the craze, yep. I get it, take your steps, get a pencil sharpener, yep. you can increase your steps by multiples. Just sitting at your desk. Sitting at your desk. <laughs> well, hey, welcome into another brand new show this week. We're going to have a lot of good conversation. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, first and foremost, those of you that are dialing in via radio, we appreciate you. Those of you that are dialing in via podcast, appreciate you. I know more and more Randy of our listeners, our podcast, uh, whether it be Stitcher, SoundCloud, you know, the podcast app on iTunes, uh, whatever your favorite podcast app is, we appreciate you. A lot of us are starting to, a lot of you are starting to pay attention on Facebook as well. So if you want to check us out there, Michael Wall Show, just search it on Facebook. We would appreciate your feedback. Give it to us. Hey, we love this, like that, love to hear more about this. Go to michaelwallshow.com to subscribe to the show if you're listening via radio. But this week, Randy, we really got a lot of great things that we're going to cover and in a timely fashion. It's going to help you really live with purpose and live on purpose. There is a lot of people that are talking about Bitcoin. Bitcoin, Bitcoin. I mean, it's going through the roof. It is. It's all over the news. And if you tell anybody that you are connected with the financial world, that's the first question they're going to ask you. They ask it. Cryptocurrency. Should we? Shouldn't we? What should we do? So we're going to talk about Bitcoin. We're going to talk very first segment here. We're going to talk about inconvenient interruptions and why that's important in your life. We're also going to talk a little bit later about your advisor. There's a new study out there that says advisors, financial advisors, aren't necessarily giving their customers, their clients, the information that they need. And even if they do give them information, people are saying, I don't know if he's given me the straight scoop. Yeah. So the question is, if you're not managing your own money, that means you have someone else helping you with your wealth. Maybe you got a team, you got a particular advisor, whatever it is. We're going to dive into that because you need to know these crucial things to make sure you're maximizing your wealth. And we also have an interview later, Randy, uh, that we did live in studio with Connie Siskalski. She is the founder of American Association of Caregiving Youth. Quite an interesting topic that is affecting millions of people across this country. So let's dive right in. All right. Let's dial in. By the way, at any time, michaelwallshow.com, reach out to us. But I want to dial in and talk about inconvenient interruptions. You know, Randy, this is something that we all face each and every day. What do I mean by that? Well, here I am. I'm laying in bed. It's the middle of the night, you know, and, and you're, you're trying to sleep. I have four children, right? We know that. <laughs> Here's Joel coming in. He's like, Dad, 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 I need help. I'm like, oh, man, I'm just trying to sleep. What's going on? He's like, Dad, I got a bloody nose. I'm like, okay, well, that's inconvenient. It's an interruption, but I got to take care of it right now. Mm -hmm. I heard a story of a guy. Actually, it's a uh, great guy, pastor of our church. He was having a conversation, him and his wife, with a couple at the church. And so he's having this conversation, and as they're talking through things, his wife just keeps interrupting him. And he's like, why are you interrupting me? And he continues to kind of get back and jockeys back for positioning a little bit, and he's leading the conversation again, and she interrupts him again. And he's like, after the end of the conversation, she's like, babe, did you know what you were doing? He's like, no, but I know that you were interrupting me. What was going on? She's like, because you were calling his wife by his former wife's first name. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. So that was an inconvenient interruption, but it was important because it needed to be said. And you know, Randy, a lot of times in life, as we live life, as you live life out there, I got to tell you. That the the road to success is not a straight, smooth, simple line. It's a jagged line a lot of times. And a lot of times we're in a place where we are moving so fast in our life. You know what I'm talking about. You're looking at your phone every five seconds. You're making sure somebody didn't like your Facebook post. 
or your your Instagram or your Twitter or whatever it may be or whatever you're doing in life. We're just busy, 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 busy. We're going to this party or that party or this party. And by the way, I catch myself doing the same thing. So we got to step back. And sometimes what happens is there are actually interruptions in our life that are inconvenient at the time. But those interruptions, if we actually embrace them, can sometimes be the platform that sets us up to the next level of success. And I found in my life that as, as God interacts with my life and interacts through people, there have been things, interruptions that have happened that are actually things that calling me more towards my purpose. I'll give you an example. So I'm in a place where, uh, you know, I'm at a gas station and Randy, I'm sitting there at a gas station. There's this lady over there and I see her in her car and she's literally, it's a broken down car. You know, I know she's probably struggling financially. And I get this thought in my mind. My wife's in the store getting a drink. My wife, I'm in a place where I get this thought in my mind. You know what? Let's just go over and give her a hundred bucks. Well, typically I don't carry a lot of cash in my wallet, right? So I'm like, okay, if I have a hundred bucks in my wallet, I'm going to go over and I'm going to give that lady a hundred bucks. So that was my, I'm thinking I don't, probably don't have a hundred bucks. And I know I didn't put this idea in my mind. <laughs> so I'm saying, okay, let me check and see. So I pull it out. Guess what I had? A hundred bucks. I had a hundred bucks. Okay. I'm like, oh man, you know, my wife's almost done. <laughs> She's going to be coming out soon. I don't really want to get out of the car and walk over and do that. You know, whatever. So, so I was like, okay, fine. God, I hear you. You're telling me. So I get out, I go over and I hand this lady a hundred bucks. And literally that inconvenient interruption, she, her response to me, Randy, literally, she was, she just started crying. It was a huge deal to her life. And I thought to myself, what did I get to experience there? I got to experience the blessing of actually adding value to someone else's life. You know, I was having that conversation with Tim Tebow the other day. He came and, and he uh, joined us in the YMCA event, which at the Palm Beach, it was at the Breakers. Great event. And he was talking about the idea of his purpose in life. And I love this. His purpose in life is the idea of helping others that cannot help themselves. And so sometimes we're so busy in life that when these inconvenient interruptions happen, we don't act on them. Because we're like, you know what, it happened, it was inconvenient, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, and I'm not going to focus on this because it doesn't really matter. This is what my focus was, this is what my goal was, I'm moving here. So I want to encourage you as you listen to this, as interruptions come into your life that are inconvenient, step back and look at them and say, wait a minute, is there something going on here that's greater than just the moment? Or will I miss out on an opportunity to be a blessing to someone else if I act on this interruption. And it's just something that's been on my mind lately. And really, I think it's really, really important as we're heading into the holiday seasons, as we're looking into Christmas, and we're looking at all of these things around the world, there are people in need. And I want to challenge all of our listeners all over the globe to literally be in a place where you can mentally say, hey, wait a minute, there's going to be inconvenient interruptions in my life. And as those occur, I want to step back and say, wait a minute, that is something I need to take note of. Maybe it actually is convenient, not inconvenient. Maybe that's something where there's a, there's a small piece that I'm to play in a, someone else's life that is interrupting me that will add value in a way that I can never imagine. And so that's my challenge to you this week as we start out. The motivational segment is all about the idea of focusing on those interruptions and how they may set you up to actually add value to someone else in a way you could have never thought possible. Hey, you may have stumbled upon the show and this might have just kind of inconveniently interrupted your life. <laughs> That's right. We hope we're giving a little value to you here on the Michael Wall Show. Hey, find us online very easy, michaelwallshow.com. Coming up next, we're going to talk about one of the number one discussions in the financial world right now, and that is Bitcoin. What does Michael think? That's next on the Michael Wall Show. Are you concerned with all the uncertainty that's happening in our country today and how it will affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth and the host of The Michael Wall Show. I've written a simple, easy-to-read book that can help you cut through the nonsense of the financial world as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions. Be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. Helping families grow and protect their wealth this is the Michael Wall Show. Money, money, money. 
And welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. Find us online, michaelwallshow.com. The question that I know many of you will ask, what should I be doing right now when it comes to my investments? I've heard about Bitcoin. Everybody's talking about it. And there's always somebody making a lot of money doing these things, Michael. <laughs> they got in early. I got to get in. So here's the deal. People talking about Bitcoin. So you want to ask somebody out there in the financial world what they think. So just recently, Jack Bogle, the guy who founded Vanguard, the guy who invented the index fund, they asked him about Bitcoin. And here's what he had to say about it. Bitcoin is a currency. Bitcoin has no uh, underlying rate of return. You know, bonds have an interest coupon, stocks have earnings and dividends. There's nothing to support the Bitcoin except the hope that you will sell it to somebody for more than you paid for it. How much of Bitcoin is criminal? People that want to hide their transactions? I don't really know the answer to that question. But I would say avoid Bitcoin like the plague. Mm, interesting. So the this plague. is... This, nobody likes the plague. Nobody Randy. likes the plague. Yeah. This is a investment that is kind of shrouded in mystery. Yeah. There's a lot of people who know very little about it. All they know is that somebody out there is making a lot of money and it keeps going up. Well, let me tell you this. The average investor over the last 20 plus years, okay, has averaged almost 2.3% in return per year on their portfolio. Mm -hmm. Now you say, why is that the case? The reason, Randy is because investors are typically emotionally driven, okay? So we want to we take away emotion from the portfolio. Now, back to Bitcoin. Should we buy it? Should we not? What should we do? That's emotion. That is emotion to some degree. But, you know, when, when Bogle talks about there's no underlying factors with Bitcoin, there's no underlying anything with Bitcoin, well, yes, he's true, but let's think about this for a minute. Let's just look at the U.S. currency as an example, the dollar, okay? Mm -hmm. The dollar used to have a gold standard. There was some type of valuation to say, this is the standard of how we value the dollar. The gold standard is no longer there. It's gone. Right. So the point is, what is technically backing up our actual U.S. currency? Because it's not gold anymore. Mm -hmm. It all is supply and demand. And so with Bitcoin, we're really in a place, Randy, where it's, it's, it's really moved into a supply and demand situation. Now, what we know is the tulip way back in the 1800s is the only bubble that was actually bigger than Bitcoin. Okay. Now, I'm not suggesting because I do get questions all the time. Should we, should we invest in Bitcoin? What should we do? Well, you know, you got the ticker GBTC, which is the investment trust. That's the Coinbase product. That's where a lot of people are actually buying in often. My thought, though, is if you're going to go buying in Bitcoin, and I don't mind if somebody investment-wise wants to go and, and invest in these types of currencies or these types of things or some outlier that may produce tremendous results. I mean, let's be real honest. If you put $1,000 in Bitcoin in, in 2010, mm -hmm. that grand would be worth $286 million dollars today. Okay. Unreal. So at the end of the day, you know, there's going to be haters out there saying, well, you know, I didn't get on the wagon. I missed it. Yeah. Somebody's going to buy, somebody's going to sell. Well, people are buying right now. I mean, the stock is going up like crazy. The futures contract, which is XBT, that's been created by this uh, CBOE, Chicago Board of Options Exchange. It's now on that exchange now. And that surged almost 25% the first day that it was traded. So at the end of the day, when you're looking at Bitcoin, okay, I think the first, the, the problem, Randy, where people get themselves into is they get too all in. They get greedy and they get all in. Out of balance. They get out of balance. If you say, you know what, I want to take a percentage of my portfolio and I want to buy in with a percentage. What is that percentage? 1%, 2%, 3%, I don't know, but not a large percent because anything that goes up fast can also come down fast. So you could certainly blow yourself up if you get too greedy. Now, what I buy right now at the current levels, if I wasn't in it all already, probably not. Uh, but there are better things that you can do. So with that futures contract, because it's on the CBOE, Chicago Board of Options Exchange, the more inexpensive and the better way to play Bitcoin now is either to buy call or put options on that futures contract. That's the best way, in my opinion, to play this currently and make sure that you don't do it with a large percentage of your wealth or, or a percentage that's going to cause you to say, if I lose this all, I would be in trouble. So a call and a put is you're not actually in the investment. Correct. You're betting that it's going to go up or it's going to go right. down. Call up, put down, right. unless you get into naked calls or naked puts, but I don't recommend that. You know, you're literally in a place where you're, you're, you're doing just that, Randy. You're buying a contract that... Um, 
you know, comes to some type of end, right. whether it's a month, two it's months, timed. three months, it's timed. It's like moving closer to the iceberg, that iceberg melts and based on valuation, based on where the currency value actually goes and so on and so forth. That's how I would probably play it at this stage in the game, knowing mm-hmm. the levels that it is and knowing the, re- the the actual return that it's seen over the, just the last year or so. We talk on this show all the time about people who are nearing retirement. Yeah. And going into alternative investments, sure. which I would consider this to be. I would not. No, you this, wouldn't. This, okay. would be, this would be a Hail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is past yeah, alternative. Yeah. This is not okay. alternative. Alternative okay. investments are things, and I don't want to muddy the water because, you know, what happens, Randy, is a lot of times people in their own minds, rightfully so, you know, because we're simple people, they're in a place where they were to hear the word alternative and say, well, this, this. What is alternative? Alternative are buying things like hard asset real estate, uh, maybe venture capital if necessary, buying buying uh, maybe even BDCs, business development companies, buying things where there's real demand. You know, if you could own a Starbucks, would you? Sure. Okay. Well, some of the things that we utilize on the Clarify platform as we create platforms and portfolios for clients are investments that literally buy Starbucks. Okay. Okay. So think about it. Starbucks has 21,000 locations across the world. Okay. They own zero physical real estate. No kidding. Yeah. So at the end of the day, why? Because real estate is a negative on their balance sheets. It's actually a depreciating factor, and it, they have to they'd have to hold, have a whole other arm to actually run that real estate division. So what do they do? They find companies that do a good job of actually building that real estate. CVS, similar situation. Uh, there's a lot of other things like that. Grocery store, shopping centers. Uh, you know, all of these things out there. So that would be alternative assets. When you start doing research around the Harvard and Yale endowment models, we've done a lot of that over the years. A lot of research around that, which is what's instituted us to invest in and utilize some of these for clients, which have worked out very, very, very well. This Bitcoin, that's more of a Hail Mary. That's more of a maybe it'll work, maybe it won't, maybe it blows up, maybe it won't. Nobody really knows the future. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what we do know is there's been some people that have made a lot of money on it in a short period of time. Right. So the question is, what do you do in the future? Well, I think you got to have a question. You got to have that conversation with someone you trust. Hopefully, you're getting some advice here to say what should we do. And if you do jump in, calls and puts, in my opinion, are the best way to go. Obviously, you're on your own if you're doing that on your own. You can't hold us liable for buying or selling whatever. But what I can say is that's if I were to, if I were not in now and I was going to get in, that's what I would do calls and puts. Gotcha. You're listening to the Michael Wall Show. Find us online, very simply, michaelwallshow.com. As a matter of fact, if you have a question about this, because this is really good conversation. These things come up, you know, you're out golfing, you're at a party and somebody mentions Bitcoin and then you wonder, you know, is what's going on there at that party really something I should be listening to? This is a great opportunity for you. Go to our website and down at the bottom of the page, it says, request my review. There, You click on that and it opens up a comment box. You can ask a question there. You can request a review. And Michael, when we talk about that tailored wealth review, what are we talking about there? Well, you know, Randy, this isn't for everybody, but it is for those who are serious about improving their wealth. That's really the key. What does it look like? Well, most of our clients, depending on where they live and where they are, generally have some sort of wealth, obviously built up already. Okay. So now they're in a place where they're saying, Hey, I got an advisor already helping me. I got a team helping with my portfolio. But I just think I want to get a second opinion. You know, I've, I've worked hard for what I have and I've, I've, I've lived a long time. I'm doing my thing and I just want to maximize it, right? Maybe, maybe there's some ways to save money in costs. Maybe there's some ways to reduce risk. Maybe there's some ways to save money in taxes or have a better estate plan. So oftentimes what will happen is, is people will reach out to us. They'll reach out to our team. They'll have a conversation and we'll really sit down and dive in and take a look at their costs. Take a look at their risks. Take a look at how we can save them money in taxes. Take a look at how we can actually have a more well-rounded, more efficient portfolio to allow them to be good regardless of what's going on in markets, up, down, sideways. There are ways to do that. And so getting a second opinion on everything you've worked your entire life for is a good idea. That's exactly what it is. Find out online. Once again, michaelwallshow.com. And that box says, request my review. Click on that and you are on your way. We'll be back with more on The Michael Wall Show coming up next. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes 
to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. You're listening to The Michael Wall Show. Catch up on previous episodes at michaelwallshow.com. Now, back to the show. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. Happy holidays, everybody. There's a tradition for you. Watching the Grinch that stole Christmas. Are you a cartoon guy with Boris Karloff, or are you Jim Carrey in live action? <laughs> I think you got to ask yourself that question. Very important. One or the other. It's kind of yep. like Ginger and Marianne. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's some fun stuff for sure. There. Now, are your kids, do they like that kind of stuff? Are, are, they, do they, are they familiar with the Grinch? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they know who the Grinch is. Good. And, you know, I mean, listen, Randy, this, this year we ended up... We put up a really nice Snoopy airplane, and you know one of those blow up things. Yeah. I always told myself I'm not gonna, I will never buy one of those <laughs> blow up things in my yard. <laughs> but I ended up buying a blow up thing yep. in my yard. Yep. So it's uh, it's, it's quite Snoopy. interesting. Okay, we had fun. That's good. We that's had fun. Right. Put the train around, you know, and every once in a while the cat knocks the train off the track. So Perfect. that's good. Yeah. yeah. I said I would never own a minivan. I own two of them. Well, so. see, that's <laughs> you know sometimes you gotta you just gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. All right. So here is a interesting study that I wanted to get your take on. Forty percent of retirement savers say their financial advisors have never bothered to tell them how they their investments are performing. Yeah. Another 35% say they doubt the accuracy of the information that they're getting from their advisor. That's concerning. Well, it is concerning. And I would say that that's 100% true. Really? I got to be honest with you. You know, I've been I've been in this situation. I've been in this field, right? Helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes under wealth, Randy. Almost 17 years. Mm-hmm. And one consistent thing that I see when I ask people, why do you have this investment? Or why do you have that investment? Or what was your portfolio value back in, you know, whatever time frame? And a lot of times they don't know the answer to that. They just don't know. And I get it. People are busy. Their life's busy. They're doing their thing. But listen, you work your entire life for what you have. You got to make sure you're paying attention to what's going on. That's exactly why in my book, Retire Once, Retire Well, not to be self-serving here, Randy, but then to be self-serving, I guess. <laughs> That's why one of the chapters in that book I wrote about avoiding financial amnesia. It's the whole idea of not knowing what's going on in your past. How in the world can you be confident about where you're going to go in the future if you don't know what's happened in the past? That's very, very crucial. So we see that happen all the time. That's why, by the way, we bring in what I call a progress meeting sheet. I also call it a report card, right? Very, very, very simple. There's a lot of great things that are out there. Okay, you can you can take a look at te- we use technology so you can go online. You can go to leanonthewall.com. Uh, that's our corporate hub for all the different companies. You go to leanonthewall.com. On the right side, a uh, right tab, Randy, you'll see private client. That's for our clients where they can literally click on, go and have their own login place where they can literally look at their entire world. From every investment, whether we are managing it or someone else is managing it, they're doing it on their own. They can look at all their investments in one spot. It aggregates it to one spot. They can literally look at their home values. They can look at bank account values. They can look at everything brought into one place. It's a technology that we've brought on board. There's also an app for their phone. It's got our neat little W on it for wall. Mm -hmm. But they're they're in a place where they can see everything in one spot. Well, that's helpful. That's great because that looks at value today. But what about what your value was back five, eight, ten years ago? Okay, if you if you haven't made money over the last five, six, seven, eight years, and you're in the market, there's a serious problem. Right. But you probably have. So the question is, what's your value? What was your value back in the teens? You know, when we went through the last decade and all that. That's where the report card comes in. That's where we take one sheet of paper. This was brought on by a client. We're listening to the people that we're working with. They're saying, "This is what I want." Here's what they want. They want to know what did I start with when we started working at Wall Private Well at your firm with your team. What did I start with? What was my value that I started with? What is my value today? Not real complex. 
Now, obviously, we also have a category for withdrawals because if any money is taken out of the portfolio, then it's not in the portfolio, which obviously affects overall return. So we need to make sure that we look at what did we start with, what's our value now, and how much have we taken out. Now, they get all the statements from custodians and all of these different things. They can have the technology online if they want it. But at the end of the day, most of the folks that we work with, Randy, what they love is that simple report card, our progress meeting sheet. It helps them to easily say, this is where we are. And I got to tell you, most of the time when folks come in for a second opinion, we're sitting down, they're at one of the big box house firms or another company, they do not know where they were. That's a problem. Accountability, transparency. I mean, people do not leave their advisor for lack of performance. They leave their advisor for lack of communication. Yeah, that's often the case. And, and, and you know, what we know is communication doesn't have to be complex. Mm-hmm. That's the other reason I do the moment with Michaels. Every month and a half to two months, folks get a video from me talking about what I'm seeing in markets. You know, I travel a lot. Did some work with Roger Abertson at the New York Stock Exchange. I was in Berlin, you know, with a, an economist over there in Germany of all places. And I'm, I'm literally all over the place a lot of times, but we're still paying attention. And we want to make sure that as we work with Andrew, he's our CIO in New York, you know, through Clarify, we're in a place where clients know what's going on with their wealth. And we want to present it in a simple, tangible, easy to use way. That way they can have a lot of confidence in their future. Could you say that if somebody is working with you and they don't have benchmarks yeah. for your money, if they don't say, this is what we're doing, this is why we're doing it, yeah. this is the expectation of where it's going to be, and if it doesn't meet that, we're going to have a meeting as to find out why. Sure, we certainly do that. And what what most folks, Randy, are typically used to hearing is, hang in there, it's going to come back, right. you know, we're just going to ride markets, maybe we're going to shift from equities to bonds, you know, or maybe go to cash, or maybe go, you know, in the money market or buy treasuries and that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, they're not, there's, there's a whole world of investments out there. Alternatives. We talked about a little bit earlier, as well as off market insurance structures, as well as, you know, I mean, there's so many different things that we can invest in. That's one of the reasons we're independent. I don't want to have any bias to any one company at any time. And we don't, we can literally invest in anything we want out there for clients and we like it that way because at our firm, we want to be in a place where we're looking at the client as they are a priority number one. That's list- how it should be. You're listening to The Michael Wall Show. And if you want to find out a little bit more, look us up online, michaelwallshow.com. And there you're going to see a box that says request my review. We talked about that a little bit earlier in the show. You can click on that. You can ask a question, make a comment, find out more about Michael. You know, and let's talk about that and just kind of continue that conversation because part of being a financial advisor is being transparent, having accountability, building benchmarks and having that communication that we said lacks out there in this particular industry. But then there comes a time when someone says, hey, should I make a move? Here's an article in Motley Fool that says the best time to rebalance your portfolio is during market extremes, high highs, low lows. Are we, in your opinion, in a market extreme right now? Well, we're definitely in a market high. I mean, all you got to do is pay attention to know that we're the Dow and the S&P are higher than they've ever been. So ding, 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 we're at a market high. Now, does that mean you should just go all sell out or reposition? First off, listen, it's always a good time to add better investments into your portfolio. I don't care if it's the market's up or the market's down. It's always a good time to reposition and add better investments into your portfolio. It's like asking the question, you know, when is it the right time to get in shape? (laughs) Right now. (laughs) It's always a good time to get in shape. There's always things that we can be doing to improve our life. So what we want to do is we want to not get comfortable with the status quo. And that's exactly what we're about. Listen, when you take a look at the fear and greed index, okay, zero and 100. In other words, uh, zero meaning that the market is kind of fair, balanced, whatever. 100 being extremely greedy, people extremely greedy. Last, a little bit ago is, is at 70. Now it's at about 64. So it's dialing back a little bit, which is actually a good thing. Okay, mm-hmm. when you take a look at that. When you take other analytics and you take a look at markets in general, the yield curve, the dynamic yield curve, very important. You know, still at normal. Now this is around December of uh, 2017, still at normal, normal levels. So what does that mean? That means we're still literally in a place where the cost of owning the market still makes sense. Okay. However, we are in an eight and a half year bull run and average bull run Randy's are seven years. Right. 
So this is something where we got to say, okay, well, what else is out there? I'll give you an example. There was an investment. I just did a review. 2015, it's an insurance contract, the right type of contract that literally made uh, almost 20% over a two-year period of time. Now, that money that's been earned is in a place where it's guaranteed, it's locked in, it's part of the value. That's interesting. Okay, we have the data. I have this. I have the report. I got the client's statement. We can take a look at it and actually see it. It's actually happened. Now, is that going to happen all the time? No. Does that mean you should go put all your money in there? No. But what it does mean is, is you need to be thinking differently. That's why we look at investments as tools. Just like you'd go to your toolbox, Randy, and you say, "Okay, I'm going to go do something. I'm going to go do a job." You're not going to get a hammer to put that screw into the wall, right? You could do it. You could use that hammer and you'd get the screw into the wall unless you're at a stud, which my wife often tells me <laughs> she's at one. <laughs> Here we go. But yeah, come on, Randy. It's his show. He help, can do what he wants. Help me, baby. Help me. <laughs> but, it, but at the end of the day, in all honesty, you're going to literally use a screwdriver. Why? Yeah. Because a screwdriver is designed to put that screw in the wall correctly, which is going to cause it not to strip and come out early. Right. Same way with investments. You got to have the right investment for the right place of life you're in, the right desire of what you're doing, and you got to be thinking outside the box because we are in a over-correlated market today, globally correlated, unlike any other market we've ever seen in history. Well, I will tell you, this is a preview for next week's show. Next week is Christmas Eve morning. Mm. So I put together a special show for you, Michael, and it's all about the alternative investments that Ooh, we've talked about like on the that. show all year long. So I like it. We kind of we've been talking a lot about that in this show. Mm-hmm. So make sure you mm-hmm. tune in next week because there's an awful lot, a lot of great guests talking about some of the things that you offer, the research that you do, all of those different things coming up next week on the show. See, it's a little surprise, Randy. I know yeah. you're excited to go to the next thing, but I just love it. You, you're just you're full of surprises all the time. I'm working. I'm sitting there drinking my hot chocolate Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. I'm going to listen to the show and say, what's going on here? (laughs) You're listening to The Michael Wall Show. Find us online at michaelwallshow.com. We do bring a lot of interesting guests to the show. Coming up next, we'll talk to somebody who is dealing with a problem that you might not be aware is a problem out there. We're told to take care of our children. Did you know that there's a growing problem of children taking care of their parents? Now, I'm not talking about elder care here. I'm talking about small children taking care of their adult parents. We'll look at that coming up next on The Michael Walsh Show. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth, radio show host and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want investors to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Thanks for joining us for The Michael Wall Show. Now, back to the show. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back in, folks, to the Michael Wall Show. Having a great show. And uh, we're going to dive into another conversation that is something that kind of wasn't on my radar, but it's come on the radar. It's, it's kind of an important thing that's going on in our country right now, and you're probably not aware of it. So this is a big, big deal. It's the idea of children taking care of adults. You say, what does that look like? How does it work? We're going to talk and have that conversation. By the way, if you're listening via radio, I know a lot of folks, 104 countries right now, subscribe to the show. Feel free to reach out and subscribe yourself so you can listen to the entire show at any time. Go to michaelwallshow.com. Make sure you subscribe to the show and uh, feel free to rate and respond. We're on Facebook as well. You know, there's only 2 billion people in the world on Facebook. So if you've heard of that, go to michaelwallshow.com and follow us there. You're going to see some other great things, insights from the show as well. We have joining live in studio with us today, Connie Siskowski. That's a tough one, but I got it, Connie. Did you I get did. it? You did. Awesome. I love it. And Connie is basically involved with founder, president of American Association of Caregiving Youth. American Association of Caregiving Youth. I'm, I'm going to call it ac.org because it's A-A-C-Y dot O-R-G. And this is something, Connie, uh, you're an RN, you're a PhD, you were a 2012 top hero for CNN, done a lot of really, really neat things. But you've had some experience with this particular issue, and that's why you started this. Tell us a little bit about that. 
So when I was in middle school, between the ages of about 11 and 13, I took care of my grandfather, and I was honored to care for him. However, uh, there was trauma associated with it that I really didn't realize until much later as an adult and in counseling. Hmm. Okay, so and this is something, you know, this is something that I was not familiar with, Connie, because, you know, we talked just a little bit off air here about the whole idea of foster care and how that's a that's a big issue. But this is actually larger. Tell us a little bit about some of the research that you did and, and the results that you were kind of astounded by that you got back from how many kids were actually involved in this. So nationally, we know that there's at least 1.3 million children ages 8 to 18. And the original research I did in Palm Beach County that uh, where the results were really profound also, where more than 4,000 of over 12,000 middle and high school students either were missing school, not doing their homework, having trouble focusing, or some combination. And this has to do with the idea of um, sickness, really an illness with either parents or grandparents or whoever they're living with. And they're kind of in a place where they're, they're the only ones to take care of them, right? I mean, they need help. They is essentially need, where this trouble comes in for the child, right? Yeah, they do need help. And sometimes there is another person in the home. Uh, so for instance, a grandparent could have moved in with a parent <clears throat> and then the grandparent becomes ill. The parents are working. So, Connie, tell us a little bit about that. Walk us through, you were there, you were a child, you were a part of that process. You know, you just, you live your life, and a lot of times I think, you know, when you think about people receiving care, obviously they're older, they're adults, maybe grandparents, sometimes they're younger as well, but you don't necessarily mentally go to the place that you think kids, children, are the ones kind of taking care of these folks. Well, and, we're supposed to be taking care of children. Yeah. They're not supposed to be taking care of us. Exactly. So no wonder this isn't kind of a well-known situation. Talk us talk us through a little bit the idea of, of with these kids. I mean, what are they doing to get help right now? Or is there much out there? There are a growing number of supports out there, but there's not much really right now. The only uh, comprehensive services for children is right here in Palm Beach County, Florida. Wow. However, people from other parts of the country are reaching in because they're beginning to recognize the impact on the children. This is a problem. And kids, obviously, as you mentioned earlier, not being able to do homework or missing out on sports, just, you know, their own personal development to realize their goals and dreams in life themselves, right? Actually, they sacrifice their education, mm. their health, their well-being, and their childhood in order to do this. Yeah. And it's, a, it's really a sacrifice of love because they love who they're taking care of, but it's just, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully they do, but at the end of the day, it's, it becomes a problem. Well, and sometimes, you know, kids are assigned yeah. because there's no one else, and yeah. so then they get frustrated. Right. Um, and it's not always illness. Sometimes uh, we had one parent who was hit by a drunk driver. Wow. And then she became disabled. Her husband mm -hmm. had to work extra. Mm -hmm. Her uh, her younger daughter mm -hmm. had an illness mm -hmm. and so the middle the older daughter had to care for her mother as well as the younger sibling she was so frustrated she hit her mom one day wow so can you imagine calling 911 for yeah. your child yeah that's crazy that, that's really crazy so the idea is if you want to learn more about this you want to learn more about helping these children that are missing out on their childhoods because they're caring for adults for whatever the circumstance may be but they're in that they're in that stance right now you're going to want to go to aacy.org aacy.org and uh connie Thank yeah, you so much for joining us. A, take a look at some of the videos on our website, yep. because if you don't believe that children are doing this, this will let you know that they are. A lot of people I've found, Connie, don't know what they want to do or want to be involved with because they don't know what's available. So that's one of the goals of this show is to make things available to people so they can understand the concerns and needs out there. So thanks so much for joining us and taking a moment and sharing your cause. Thank you, Mike. Absolutely. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ's Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. 
So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people. Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step There you go, Randy Cook. We played that just for you. I know that's your uh, I know that's your favorite song. So. Christmas, man. It's Christmas. <laughs> that's exactly right. Hey, are you ready for Christmas out there as you're listening to this? What are you doing for Christmas? What are you doing special for Christmas this year? You got your Christmas list all done? Go to Facebook. Facebook.com, maybe you're already on Facebook, and, and and search us, Michael Wall Show, just as it sounds, Michael Wall Show. Leave a, leave a little comment on our page. Let us know, what are you buying for your crew this year? Maybe you should do that after Christmas. It's probably a better idea. What are you looking at, though? And uh, we'd love to see your pictures. Tag us in your in in your Christmas excitement, and we'll talk about it on the show after the new year. And Randy, because listen, it's always fun to see those kids opening up the packages, oh, yeah. ripping open. I mean, I remember when I remember the kids were little. You know, Cyrus Justice Joel JL. Cyrus is ten now. Justice is eight. Twins will be seven in January. And I remember when they were young. I mean, we literally. Could have just gotten, I mean, young, young. We could have literally just gotten them an empty box and wrapped it, <laughs> wrapped it in paper, and they would have just loved it. Yep. They would have loved it. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, Love the box. Can I get another box of paper? No, no, you got the toy inside. <laughs> well, I know, but where's my next box to unwrap? It's like, well, maybe I should have just got more boxes. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of that available. Have huh? you ever found yourself doing that? So you're, you're literally going, making all these efforts, all these things, and sometimes it's the little things. It's just the little things. That makes all the difference. So michaelwallshow.com at any point in time. Reach out to us, michaelwallshow.com. If you're listening to this via radio, hey, why don't you join the rest of the 104 countries, folks in 104 countries, I should say, that are listening to this show via podcast. We all have smartphones today, Randy. It's something that's a phenomenon. We all have them. And we got apps for podcasts that we can literally listen on that on that phone, subscribe and stream to the car. So uh, maybe that's a way you can listen to the parts of the show you missed or listen each and every week when you're not in the car or wherever you are listening to the show. Randy, what do you got for us? I know well, we're going to talk about some great stuff this segment. Taxes. We're going to talk a little taxes here because mm. a lot of folks, especially at this time of year, are wondering. I mean, we've talked about tax loss harvesting yep, in the very past. Important. We've talked about very that important. at this time of the year. Yep. But one of the things that we're going to talk about here is 401ks. USA Today just put out an article and it talks about tax deferred retirement accounts. Yeah. 401ks, IRAs, things like that. You don't pay the taxes up front, you pay the taxes when you take the money out. But is there a point when you look at yourself and say, I have too much money in these kinds of accounts? And is there an option for people who have that money? You talk about the match all the time. Yeah. You should put money up to the match. But should you keep funding that kind of thing, knowing there's a tax time bomb out there for you in the future? Well, I think the answer to that is yes, you can have too much money in 401s and, and 403Bs and deferred comp and all that stuff. I mean, some of it's given by the company and that's great. So it's kind of free money. But the answer is yes, you can. I mean, remember, we're, we're literally in a place that our goal when we get to 30 to 40 years of unemployment Otherwise known as retirement, okay? Our goal is to literally, obviously we want to protect the wealth. We want to grow reasonably, but we also, Randy, uh, for families that we're working with, want to try and minimize tax, or maximize, I should say, tax savings. So, you know, part of that is utilizing maybe strategic conversion. Obviously, most of our, our, our folks we're working with, their income is such that they cannot put money into a Roth, Right. Uh, but we can do strategic conversions. So there's different ways that we can utilize that by really using alter, some alternative structures that can give us some nice tax breaks, anywhere between 20, 30, 40, 50, 60% in, in, in actual tax breaks that we can use to apply to our ordinary income. And there's some CPAs that we work with as well as we work together with clients to help them in that process and understanding what are the best to bring in here. So when you look at when you look at tax deferred money, sure it's great now we're getting a deduction, but what's better maybe moving forward? 
there are some things that you can do. Higher income earners, typically making five, $600,000 a year and above, you know, we can use chicks. I'm not talking about women here. I'm talking about closely held insurance companies. And I know, Randy, I'm making you laugh, but you know, here we go. Closely held insurance companies. And these are literally investments where you're, um, you're, you're creating a significant tax savings while you're creating an investment. Let me give you an example. So what we're doing is we're actually taking ordinary income money and we're putting it into a vehicle. Obviously, it's got to be appropriate, got to be vetted to make sure that you can do this. Okay, so that's the first thing. That's why people, if they're listening to this, and saying, I like that. Well, you need to give us a ring, 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255, and talk to our team, see if you even qualify. So that's number one. But what happens is we're literally taking investment money or income from a particular year. You might be taking that income from a business that you have. You might be taking that income from just a job that you're working. And we're taking that money and we're putting it into a structure that literally gives us a 100%. That's right. I said 100% tax deduction on our monies on the ordinary income for the year. And we put it into the investment, the investment grows and we meet, we have to, you know, abide by certain parameters, but the investment grows. And then Randy, when we take that money out, we actually take it, take it out at cap gains rates. Okay. So we're actually saving ordinary income, but we take it out at cap gains rates. This is very, very valuable to someone that is a high income earner. Okay. A lot of the folks that we're working with that have millions of dollars plus, they're literally in a place where not all of them are retired, you know, and if they have sold of the company, a lot of times they don't want to just go and sit and put their feet in the sand. They're going to do something. And because they have the knowledge, because they have the education, they want to do something that's valuable. A lot of times their income is high. And they need to find ways to keep their money, but use strategy in the tax code and, and, and investment structures that give them the ability to have significant deductions. That's one way. There's many others, but that's one just as a simple example that we can utilize. High net worth people may not have that salary that they did before, but they've worked their whole life for this time in their life and there's still a lot of income coming in. You don't want to work your whole life and then give it all to Uncle well, Sam. Well, that's exactly right. And so we want, to, we want to maximize that. The other thing is really taking a look at strategic conversion. And, and tax planning specifically with the portfolio. You know, a lot of times, Randy, people are talking about taxes in relation to my income this year. So if I made 100000 or 500000 or a million or $2 million or whatever the number is of income this year, how can I save a bunch of money in taxes? Okay, well, that's one scenario that needs to be dealt with. And I know a lot of people in that scenario also, that oftentimes they'll have CPAs. But a lot of those CPAs are often historians, they're looking at history and they're not necessarily looking at the future. So we want to bring alternative structures and strategies into play there. The other thing though is on the portfolio. You know, somebody retires, they come in, they sit down, they get a second opinion on their wealth and we're, we're looking for ways to protect and grow their portfolio. But we also want to look for ways to reduce taxes on that portfolio in the future. Because at the end of the day, when we look at the monies, if we can literally save 10 to 15% or more in taxes over time, that's just like making yeah. 10 to 15%. So what we want to do is strategically uh, look at tax planning on the portfolio. We talked about looking back and looking forward. Let's yeah. look forward. Maybe even just as little as two weeks. Correct. There might be tax reform in our future here, bringing the tax brackets down yep. from seven to three, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about people who are in very high tax brackets and they may be taking away a certain amount of the deductions that we have currently. These are things that you've got to keep track of. Your team has got to be on top of all of this. We really, yeah, we really do look at that. And, and that's why we bring others on part of the team as well, that whether it be tax attorneys, we work with a lot of other professionals in the industry that actually help us bring this together. I really consider myself a quarterback for clients. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that you, you got to figure out in, in life, Randy, is what are you good at, right? And so I'm good at sitting down with families. Our team, we have uh, Joseph on the team as well. He's a wealth coach, does a great job also. Some other folks that are in other parts of the country that literally we can sit down with folks and have a conversation about what their needs are, what their goals are, dial them in to where they should be going and actually help them get to where they need to go. And in that process, the strategy that we bring to the play, here's what I hear a lot of times. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> 
I've been a big I've been a big fan of this, Randy. You've heard me say it time in and time again, whether it's in relation to motivation, whether it's in relation to building a business, whether it's in relation to creating a, a, a more market proof, crash proof portfolio, whether it's in relation to, you know, alternatives or whatever. A lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. That's just the way it is. All they're doing is drinking in what they hear each and every day, whether it be from CNBC or Fox Business or Bloomberg or the Wall Street Journal, all typically, you know, market and Wall Street driven outlets in a lot of ways. And I can say that because I've been on those those networks. I've been on CNBC Squawk Box and I've been on Fox Business After the Bell and Bloomberg Domestic and Asia. And I've been, I, I, I've shared thought in the Wall Street Journal and USA Today. And I don't say that to, to pat the back. I say that to say, I did that for five or six years. I know what those organizations are sharing. I know what it looks like. And I know that there's different things out there. That's why we've started this show so we can literally add value, motivate, direct, encourage and have great guests on with great stories, but at the end of the day, also give great financial ideas, thoughts, tips to help people get to where, where they want to go. And that is what the Michael Wall Show is all about. If you'd like to know more, find us online. Very simple, michaelwallshow.com. Bottom of that page, you're going to see Request My Review. We've talked about that on the show today. If you'd like to look at where you are, where do you stand right now in achieving what you want to in your retirement years, let's look at fees and let's look at tax savings and let's look at moving your money forward. Let's look at alternative investments. Let's look at some of the things that not everybody is talking about, but we are talking about it on this show. Find us online, michaelwallshow.com. Michael, we have just a minute left on the show and we'll wish everybody a happy holiday and uh, and give you the last word today. Yeah, I definitely want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and have a great time with your family. You know, this is the time of the year that hopefully we're stepping back, slowing down, and not getting caught up in the hustle and bustle of life, just going out and buying things. So I'm going to challenge you this year as a family, not just for, you know, I always challenge you to live with purpose and live on purpose, right? That's what we're trying to do. That's our goal. That's my life goal, planting shade trees under which I'll never sit. But in this holiday season, in this Christmas season, what I want to challenge you to do is as a family, maybe you don't have kids anymore. Maybe they're out of the house. Maybe you got grandkids. Maybe you do have little kids still, depending on where you are in life. As a family, challenge your kids, challenge your grandkids to get together as a family and actually pick a family or two that is in need. It's going to take a little work. It's going to take a little effort. But find a family or two that is in need and come alongside that family and do something radical and add significant value to their life. I'm going to tell you right now, my wife and I, we've talked about it and we're going to be coming alongside a couple of families and doing some things for them to help them because they can't help themselves. So that's my challenge for you this week is to find someone or find a family that you can bless with nothing in return expected. Here's to living on purpose so you can live with purpose. Thanks so much for joining us this week and we look forward to catching you next week on The Michael Wall Show. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to The Michael Wall Show. To schedule your personal wealth review, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. To find out more about Michael and the team at the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor, and solicitation offered through Clarify Advisory Network, an SEC registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than what originally invested. Michael Wall is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Wall Financial Group, Inc.